So welcome Karthike to Mind Freedom Podcast. If you would like to introduce yourself. So uh, my name is yeah. Karthike Bhardwaj. I'm a student. I'm delighted to be here with Abhishek today on the podcast. From what I have learned so far, this is a place where we talk about the mind, yeah. of course, but more importantly about freedom of the mind from the various things that yeah. often, I suppose, shackle our thinking. Is that true, Abhishek? Mm. Is that what we're doing here? Yes. And the whole point is to make the mind free. Right. So that you can right. take your own decision. And uh, that is uh, that is one of the things that I also stand behind. Mm. Uh, in fact, I'd say most important thing that I think I've learned so far in my life is the ability to think critically. And by thinking critically, I don't mean it in the pop sense of the word, the fashionable sense. By critical thinking, I mean the ability to look at something and analyze it from more than one perspective. Also, keep in mind uh, things that might affect your decision, which are not important. And we'll come to this later as we talk. But uh, yeah, thinking, logic, and uh, rationalizing. I think these are the three most important things that I think I have learned and can quite to accurately be described as the things that uh, mostly define who I am as a person. Okay. So yeah, I can vibe with that because the main reason I started the podcast is to uh, provide people with as many perspectives as possible. You know, like because um, uh, when we take any decision, like most of the youths or anyone in general, they seem to they seem to take decision in a way that is binary. It's like yes or no, right or wrong. Right. So if you if you have many perspectives as possible, you can look at it look at any solu- uh, problem with um, many angles and choose which is right for you. I think that's what I'm trying to do. Right, and you're getting to a very important thing. Uh, this tendency yeah. we have as people, uh, and I don't know uh, much, but I think there is some biological or evolutionary basis to this idea. Hmm. This is a tendency, I'd say, to think in dichotomy. That, uh, that is thinking in hmm. terms of yes or no, zero or one. Yeah, it, it's, it saves time, I think. Our brain <laughs> hates to put effort. Uh, I didn't get that one. In situations where you have to take decision. Right that are crucial yeah. so your brain needs to take decision with uh, within some seconds right it needs to be quick oh yes, yes so i so i think that's how it evolved maybe the yes or no thing oh yeah that's quite possible because in the wild mm. when when we were evolving we were still roaming in the jungles there was not a lot yeah. of time to think about nuances and uh, mm. possibilities other than doing or not doing something but now uh, mm. in the urban jungle, when we have lives that are much, yeah. much more complex than they used to be 10,000 years ago, right. uh, I think it is very important and crucial, in fact, to cultivate this ability to see between extremes. And I'm not saying mm. uh, it's very difficult. We, we all do that to some extent, to a large extent. Yeah. But it's only mm-hmm. in the very But small... we don't realize. Yeah. Please go on. But we don't realize it. Uh, we do it like uh, subconsciously, I think. Exactly. 
we already have learned that mm. being now that human civilization is at least 3000 years old i suppose mm. uh we already yeah. have developed that ability capability to shift away from the extreme but there's a lot of situations even today that we see in our everyday lives the people find it difficult to think of solutions other than zero or one i mean yeah. i don't think it's even a coincidence that computers use zero <laughs> and one but i don't know yeah. about in any case uh the point you're making is very interesting the ability to think outside black and white because there's shades of gray to everything yeah. that's what i feel mm. like. there's no real black and white out there in the real world yeah people forget to see the gray part exactly not even not even gray i, I would say there is many possibilities or many solutions to one problem oh that's true exactly yeah something that works for me it's not necessary it will work for you that is very important because uh, text uh, or i'd rather say template solutions template solutions rarely work hmm uh, this is a problem hmm. that we and i'd say especially right now i mean in the last few years we've seen this uh, i don't know but this general public desire i'd say for uh, quick fix solutions or easy to apply uh, template solutions mm, like i was saying yes i see mm-hmm. that's why uh, so many uh, so many gurus fake gurus have evolved <laughs> over the time oh yeah uh, you're giving right. them quick solutions 5 minutes <laughs> five minute tips oh definitely like that <laughs> yeah you're right about this and it's so it's amusing but also uh, disappointing to see because there's so many people hmm. who are aware of the need for uh, a different perspective uh, people who see problems and people hmm. who are willing to look outside of themselves for ideas to solve them but when you see a lot of people being influenced by and i'd call this uh the self help culture when you see a lot of people yeah. turning towards and i'm not saying self help is bad but when you see people turning towards self help which is bad uh it is like saddening to see uh, because there's a lot hmm, of scope like uh, yeah yeah saying something uh wait I, i want to add on to this something yeah, sure. uh for self for self help it is popular because i think uh, most of the people think that the way they are trying to solve the problem mm-hmm. it will not gonna work they fear because majority of the people are doing the same thing to solve this problem why should i risk means they can fail also oh yeah if they try to fix the thing with their own way so i think they fear of failing or maybe disappointing someone mm-hmm. that's why i think they tend to self help because it's easy because majority of the people are doing that right right you're right there exactly that's uh, i saw that is possibly the biggest fear in people not uh, wanting to make their own decision because we are afraid of mm. failing up. and uh, blame yeah, i think okay. is an important part of this again uh, when you mm. don't when you not made your own decision you can find someone to blame easily because it was not yeah that's no something mm-hmm. but what people need to understand people and as we're yeah. talking about youth here that is the target audience 
of our podcast mm, right the young people who have you... their lives in front of them what they need to realize mm. no matter what choice you make right or wrong or something in between uh, and i am saying this because it's often something in between rather than completely right or completely but no matter what choice you make right doing something because you wanted to do it and uh, wanted and because you decided to do it after consideration i am hoping mm. is much better than doing something which someone else tells you and then failing because what would happen is blaming yeah, someone else even though it can provide you a sense of uh, i don't know superficial satisfaction i don't know what it really does but people seem to be mm. happy blaming without realizing that in uh, getting an opportunity to blame they are taking away their opportunity to correct and to improve mm. because if i blame someone else think... for my problems yeah, or yeah. for the decisions that mm. i made which turned out to be mm. less than desirable i am relinquishing and giving away the power i have to improve things mm. i think for that we have to take responsibility of every action we take indeed like jordan peterson said mm. says you have to take responsibility of your own shit nobody is uh, to be blamed uh i think the the situation is a little bit ironical because mm-hmm. people blame others mm-hmm. i think because they don't want to feel uh the pressure like if you are wrong then you will be you'll feel bad about yourself right exactly i think people don't want to feel that exactly. that's why they don't take responsibility and they create a fake sense that if i do the things the other people said if something goes wrong i can blame him and i will not be judged by society or something like that exactly and fact i'll even go on to say because that it's not society mm-hmm. whose judgment i feel yeah when i blame us when i don't want to take hmm i think it's self and the reason why i say this is, uh i think this ties in to the sense of self and self worth or self love mm. they are different but quite yeah. similar because what happens is a lot of people today mm. suffer from a lack of healthy self love and uh yeah. a strong foundation of self worth and what that can yeah. cause is that can cause people to judge or to value themselves more it can cause can cause someone Uh, let's say if i'm i've have uh, done something in my life which i am not mm. happy with or which i am not proud of what can happen is i can use that as a metric of my own value in my eye right. what that can what that does is it reduces my self worth it takes away from it becomes difficult mm. to love my and i don't value my mm, exactly. or i don't respect my or i hate myself for something i did hmm and to mm-hmm. avoid that i want to shift the blame uh or shift the responsibility of my actions and my behavior towards others because otherwise it would okay. be difficult to live with myself if i don't like what i do 
Now one might mm-hmm. say after this, uh, then what is the alternative? I don't want to hate myself. And to them, I want I want yeah. to say, you don't have to hate yourself even if you take responsibility. It could be bad. It could be horrible. Yeah. In fact, you still don't mm. have to hate yourself. What you need to do is realize what you have done. Realize what went wrong. What and try to fix it exactly one more time. Try to fix. Yeah, and keep and keep trying until you get success. Exactly. Hmm. And here is here comes in forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Yeah. Before you ask for forgiveness. Yes, you have to. You have to forgive yourself for the mistakes. You need to forgive yourself. You need to allow yourself to try again. Because ultimately, yeah. see, you are the only person who has to live with you for the rest of your life. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, I tell that to everyone. The only person that is going to be with you till the end is you. Is you? <laughs> you can't yeah. hate someone you live inside or live with. Yes, you have to make peace with him. You have to make. No ma- yeah. No matter what. No matter what. You have to allow them, sir. Uh, allow them or or yourself to hmm. try again. Fail again and then try once again. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I have a way to do that. Oh sure, please share. Uh, I, I yeah, I have I have uh, made. See, there is two part in ourselves. Mm. In ourselves, there is a observer and there is a doer. Okay. According to psychology. All right. So, uh, what I did is. Mm. Mm, i i consciously am the uh, observer one when i'm conscious i am the observer one okay and when i'm subconsciously doing something that is the doer mm. so now it it helps me to do the things uh, like if i make some mistakes in a process or if i'm experimenting with something and i mistake really uh, do something wrong then the then i become conscious and i can deal with it because i know it happened subconsciously so i forgive myself okay hmm means i i hope you get it for i'm trying to say no yeah i understand i have divided myself for looking the consequences of your action and that allows you yeah, to detach so, yourself from the doer and become the observer hmm is that hmm. right because when i'm when i'm conscious like i'm conscious right now hmm. so i'm the observer one hmm. and when i do something i think it as the subconscious part of myself oh yeah the doer one yeah 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 then i can judge myself if i make mistakes then i will speak to him like you have done a mistake i forgive you you can try one more time and until you get success like that right it helps a lot right 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 that's correct yeah. that's correct and uh, a very important uh, theme which is very related to what we are talking about mm. i think we can get to that but before that uh, i want to uh, yeah. complete go back full circle to what we started with critical thing because when we talk about yeah. being the observer which is separate from the mm. doer that is when we are talking yeah. about critical thing which we started mm yeah would you agree yes completely right uh, that is what critical thinking is mm. about to be able to see your act uh, without being attached to the result of your action hmm. being able to see them 
dispassionately i would say although that's a that's a slightly poetic term mm. but the idea is to yeah. not be affected by what you want and instead see everything for what it really is not what you want it mm. don't focus on the results focus on the process focus on the process yeah that's also true yeah focus on mm. where it went wrong focus on what you need to change in the process yeah. to really get what you want and not lose hope uh, that is yeah people i think people come to a ju- uh, answer or judgment as soon as they fail hmm we shouldn't do we shouldn't do it it's like it's not ending the world is not ending there you still have chance oh yeah that's very true uh, everyone has heard the story uh, mm-hmm. the story of um, was it uh, yeah edison it was edison who fail uh, okay. i don't mm-hmm. know what it really the number really was but it said that he failed thousands of time before he was able to make the first working bulb yeah yeah i mean it's an overused yeah, I, I cliche the story but that's mm-hmm. also because it's true rarely does anyone succeed yeah. on their first try right mm. you have to keep at it if exactly. you really want if you if you have decided that you want to do something mm. you have to keep at it changing and continuously improving your process again till you get the results you mm. uh like uh, i was watching a video that day i forgot what video it is then he gave a perfect example of this yeah uh, suppose there are two person suppose uh, let's say you and me okay mm-hmm. so if if i look up to you we are successful i look up to you every day i want to be like you mm-hmm. you are on top of a mountain all right right i want to be on exact height as yours all right but i forget or i fail to see uh, the creek between the two mountains all right there is a pit there is a deep pit of dark times sacrifices hard work mm-hmm. i fail to see that and i just want to be at same height as you that's not going to work mm. you don't even know like i i i don't even know how much sacrifices you have done how much hard work you have done right yeah that's true. we have to take so many things in account before taking decisions and trying to copy someone right or say trying to be like them that is that's correct that is exactly sacrifice is mm-hmm. sacrifice is not only uh, important it's it's unavoidable for yeah, any amount of achievement it's uh, sacrifice yeah sacrifices must be done there has to be yeah you can choose your sacrifices let's say mm. we choose our goals choose our sacrifices yeah you want to do to get there the bigger the goal the bigger the sacrifice yeah there's no getting around it yeah there's no easy way if at all you have to climb down one mountain to climb up the other you need to go into yeah. the valley and to do this critical critical thinking is very helpful i might say critical thinking plays an important role in doing that exactly critical thinking is the, the tool to get you there yeah uh i want to get in, uh into something else you mentioned 
you talked about mm-hmm. subconscious and conscious yeah uh you talked about how the subconscious part is the one which does and the conscious part is the one which i think it's no not not necessarily i mean in my case i think like that okay yeah uh I... like some some mm-hmm. sometimes the doer is also conscious right not only the subconscious sometimes the conscious part is the doer mm-hmm. and sometimes the subconscious part so so but in my case i think most of the time i do think subconsciously that's it that's there's often a correlation sometimes yeah discussed between uh, hmm. doing things under uh, influence i don't know if it's correct to could hmm. be correct to say subconsciously because as you said some people are more subconsciously engaged than others when they're doing things yeah but this talk of being influenced by factors which are not under our uh, current control current current control yeah it's very hmm uh but when we observe as you said you observe conscious yeah so do you want to elaborate on what that mm suppose suppose i did something yeah let's let's say uh let's take the example of uh someone who does think consciously mm. okay he he decides to do something consciously mm. suppose i decide to uh come in relationship for example oh <laughs> although that is very rare <laughs> but suppose Yeah, we'll assume that I, for I, the I, discussion, I, hypothetically. Yeah. No, uh, some some people are like that. They come in relationship consciously. They also decide to fall in love consciously. Uh, so, uh, so, suppose someone chose to be in a relationship consciously. Okay. Mm, he went and get in get into the relationship, and he's happy now. but most of the things he will do is subconscious because there are so many filters he have put on like watching movies or something like that reading books romantic books so he will do things as you said earlier uh, quick tips mm. so he will try to do things uh, with those filters suppose he had a fight with his partner mm. so he will apply the thing he saw in a movie oh yeah okay but that is not happening consciously mm. that will happen subconsciously indeed you see where i'm getting right 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 yeah i can totally and, appreciate yeah mm. and, and all too often in fact i think you chose a very good example because relationships especially yeah are the place where mm. a lot of these uh, subconscious filters or other uh, mm. blocks uh, some people yeah. in psychology call them mental blocks mm-hmm. uh, where these mental blocks matlab uh, appear in their ugliest form 
because yes. people like i think relationship is the uh, relationship is the only place for most people most i mean by most i mean 95% people or more than that i think where we become vulnerable and prone to make mistakes oh yeah as far as i have seen or yeah i've seen many people who are generally very calm and sort out but when they get in relationship they fuck up completely mm. that's really interesting people who appear so, not to be hmm. who appear uh, normal uh, i'll use this word also very carefully people who appear normal hmm. on the outside see them in their partner hmm. in their relationship we see them completely differently and i think yeah. what you're saying is very important because relationships allow vulnerability and allow the person to express them it is the most hmm. open avenue and i think that people i think uh, yeah. i think it has a name also uh, that situation yeah i think it is called the honeymoon effect oh Oh, yeah. right, right, right. When you are in love, your your brain uh, shuts off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you become your true self. I think uh, one doctor said it. I think you have heard the name, I guess, Doctor Bruce Lipton. No, I haven't. But I've heard about he, the honeymoon he, effect. Uh, hmm, I think you should check it out. He he also he also have a book named The Honeymoon Effect. <laughs> oh, is that so? Yeah, yeah. He said that when we are in love, mm-hmm. uh, our brain stops to do critical thinking like that. Mm-hmm. It works from this. Uh, it works carelessly. Don't doesn't think too much. Is that? Yeah, yeah. I think that period is called honeymoon period for the mind. That that is the context I've heard it in. Award uh, of this hmm. phase in the beginning of a relationship, which is called the honeymoon, hmm. where uh, the, yeah, the brain uh, basically decides not to, basically decides to stop <laughs> thinking objectively, and just decides that yeah. uh, that it wants to be in love with the, with the other person. Hmm. But then there is a when the honeymoon phase ends. I think it's generally accepted that it's a for most people it's around two to three months. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm, t- I'm saying you from my personal experience. <laughs> oh, so we had per- personal experience in the honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> I entered in a relationship consciously. Oh. Then I think after three or four months, after three or four months passed, I entered the honeymoon period. I think. Oh, after three months. And months passed in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then. Then. I did so many mistakes. <laughs> I fucked up. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's like completely different me. Oh. I have learned so I have learned so much on that period, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> Although it was toxic, <laughs> but I knew myself better than I could ever do. Hmm. So uh, I'm assuming you're still not in that relationship, right? Yeah, I I ended it. Uh, I broke up. I think one point five years ago. Oh, so it's been some time. 
Hmm. So yeah, I think that's it. time also allows us to look back and reflect on really happen. Hmm. But that is yes. a very important. Uh, I've had a similar experience myself, and uh, hmm. what is uh, one thing that someone who's listening can take away from this is even in situations which are not even in not the situations which are not the best, even in bad situations. Hmm. when we are uncomfortable yeah and where when we are in trouble like you said it was mm. a toxic relationship and a lot of people go through stuff which is toxic heartbreaking mm. or horrible in other ways we can still learn right. a lot from that situation and not mm. just about other people not just about your partner or your ex partner or about people in general but i think most importantly mm. about yourself Yes, because you said True. you found yourself to be a different person in the relation. Hmm. When like I found out that hmm. I can be a complete different self, I didn't knew about. Right, right. And that's a, that's. And I have never, yeah. And I have never imagined that I would do something like that. Okay. It's like discovering something new inside myself. exactly that that is that is the best you can take out of such a situation uh hmm. a lot of people uh, that is what optimism when people talk about optimism i think that is what optimism really mm-hmm. means not that you don't expect yeah. bad situations but you expect to come out of bad situations as a better stronger or smarter wiser person than you were when mm, learning something rather than uh be playing the victim card you should uh learn something and get out of it exactly exactly in every situation exactly and that is where uh, comes in again part where we're talking about the blame taking responsibility what you did and deciding what you mm. need to change next change how you select a partner <clears throat> how you select the thing mm. so that you don't find Because yourself in that situation you... again mm Once you take responsibility, it's up to you. It's up to you. And I think t- taking responsibility, the mind changes. Once you stop blaming others, mm-hmm. you will ultimately learn to forgive yourself. I think after some time, because you will have no choice other than to forgive yourself. Right? Who are you gonna blame? Who are you gonna uh, go and cry to? Because you have done it. and you have to take the responsibility you have no other choice you can only hate yourself so much also i want to add on to if you find it difficult mm. to forgive you maybe there is some a lot of people suffer from thing especially in childhood but even uh events or any other situation that can uh, hmm. harm the relationship we have we have with ourselves and that can make it difficult to accept ourselves and forgive us i mean self acceptance is a very hmm. it's the it's word hard. these days self there are kind of movements hmm. around uh but one one needs to understand it so if you find it difficult to forgive yourself uh i think it's it's a good idea to ask for help Ask for help from others, people close to you, 
और इवन प्रोफेशनल है take help or ask for help because i think uh, they have a fear of being judged uh, that is uh, i've seen that Maybe. when it is sad you know, it is sad to uh, people are afraid you know it's a way of taking care of yourself it is again a way of loving mm-hmm. yourself but uh, unfortunately there's still stigma around in it it's ridiculous yeah. to think of uh, someone being afraid to go out hmm. to see the doctor he has if their head hurts if their arm hurts or if they hurt their leg in an accident hmm. it's completely normal to go and go to a doctor for that but for some reason no i yeah no no i don't mean i i don't mean physical physically getting hurt i mean that's exactly what i was coming to i mean it's all depressed. right it's accepted to go out go to a doctor for physical ailment yeah but for some ridiculous reason there is stigma around going hmm. going and asking for mental health i've personally i've tried to change that push people to get help when they need it uh, talk to me if they want uh, or get even uh, professional help hmm. if they feel that that is what they need right at that point but there's only so much that a single person can do there needs to be a change in the societies too yeah exactly <clears throat> like i have some friends who are suffering <clears throat> from i think some mental conditions like depression and anxiety but every time i tell them to go see a professional like they ask they ask for me for solutions okay so i directly say to them like i can only say you some tips right but i can give you professional help if you are facing too much of a problem you should go see a yeah. professional it will be much easier but they they don't go i don't know why and if i ask them why you didn't went to see a doctor they would say they would give some ridiculous excuses and mm-hmm. you know i thought mm-hmm. one day why are they being like that then i thought maybe they have a fear of judgment from society from other friends for so much time you have tried to avoid this and now you have to tell them or tell yourself i am a failure i can't do shit you have to accept all those things your bad parts and also at the same time you have to tell someone that's very very hard that's too much of a burden that's why therapy is often very hard for people because what means is it means accepting yeah. the thing we've been exactly. deliberately ignoring that we've been escaping there's no escape yeah. in there when I'm i was trying to seeing, hide mm-hmm. whenever i knew that i'm going to meet her you know let's say i've had an appointment yeah. and i'm told that i have to see them in one week and in the one week i've learned something from therapy which yeah. i have to apply to my life in the next one week when i see the counselor again mm-hmm. i have to look back at that time and see whether i have been able to learn something whether i have been able to change or if not change whether i have made any progress mm-hmm. or 
whether i really yeah. am trying to help myself whether okay. i am really trying to change or not because in, you can't escape uh, accepting things mm. in therapy no, you should not be able to in therapy uh, and what happens it it makes real the various uh, things we don't like about right we let's say if we are facing difficulty with managing our time mm. a very simple example someone who's facing difficulty managing mm. all the work that they need to do getting into a routine getting into a schedule of work and other healthy habits getting hmm. uh let's say working out if someone is overweight you can ignore that and escape that until you are actually okay. talking to someone about it you are uh, seeing someone to help you with it when someone is there hmm. to help you with deal with your help you deal with your problems yeah. you ignore those and i think that is one of the reasons someone might not mm. want to go into therapy because what that will do is it will make their problems real for them right. hearing your problems through your therapist okay. telling it to them and then receiving it through them back to yourself makes your problems real and urgent and accepting mm. not then not yeah. solving those problems is no more enough yes i see the point like uh, i also went through depression like two years or something mm, when i was in my tent i also didn't want to talk to anybody about that so what i used to do is i used to write it down in copies i have so many journals then um, if something is bothering me what i used to do is i take the page i write it enough time that it comes uh, till it comes out of my mind oh and then i used to burn it and it helped a lot i don't know why but it helped a lot every time i do that i write it enough mm-hmm. time like 500 times oh sometimes even 1000 times over the week and at last i i have burned so many pages so many copies like that and it helped i felt relief i felt like i was talking to someone and what kind of I'm things did you write done. i mean if it's if you want and to it share it felt good uh like something that i couldn't tell anybody some dark thing suppose i was being yeah suppose i was being suicidal okay, okay. okay? earlier i used okay. to be so suicidal then i i mm-hmm. i couldn't tell it to anybody mm-hmm. if i am feeling suicidal okay mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i know how they will react i know yeah. if i tell my parents how they will react i know it. so what i used to do is i write the reason why i am feeling suicidal and i oh. i assumed like i was talking to someone I didn't realize at that time that I was talking to myself. Mm. So I wrote it down until I felt good inside, mm. like I felt uh, like I was venting out. Until I'm fully vented, I wrote it down. No matter how many times I wrote it, I used to complete this, mm. and then I would burn it down. It felt like I had. vented completely someone listened to me and i'm okay and at that point i could see the uh, problem and i was able to deal with them like uh, the fogginess in the brain because of depression or judgment or anything that went away and now i am directly seeing the problem and how to deal with it it helps a lot and mm. now i realized that 
uh, unknowingly i was talking to myself i was become conscious of my own thoughts that helped me to take action and fix the things and after two years down the line i am not even depressed anymore without taking any professional help i think writing helps a lot someone said it uh, writing is oh therapy for free and that is correct that is very correct because if you don't want to talk to on anyone if you don't feel like talking to a professional or your friends or parents then just talk to yourself and you cannot talk to yourself on that situation mm. and a condition like that so what mm. you should do is you should write it down mm. you should speak it out and write it down alone and then read it out loud what it will do is it will give you a sense of talking to someone or venting out and it will feel good i'm 100% sure i don't also allow for that the story that is in your head hmm yeah so, why are you said right. it will help you to get to the root a lot cause of time, from what i've heard depression and a lot of other mental problem are often hmm. tied in with narratives or stories that play in our head yeah uh often times what can happen is i can see my life mm. and i can see various events see various people in my in, in any of a number of situations what i do is mm-hmm. i make a story to explain everything that is happening in and often times what can happen mm. is that story can play in my mind so long yeah uh, so many times over and over again that it can change how i view other thing outside of that mm, it's like you created a simulation of your which right. is made up of all the filters right. in your brain all your exactly. thoughts and they, they are affecting become, you they have now become a filter which, which is only not, which allow certain things which fit into that story to pass and uh, you know make uh, hmm. it only allows you to be aware of the things which support that story depression is uh, hmm. quite similar and quite like, uh, a good example of uh, how these hmm. stories play out and we when you were talking about your own experiences i think that is a very very enlightening thing for the people who hmm. writing can really help because writing helps you to look at helps you to see that story and find out in uh, when you look at that written uh, narrative hmm. to see where the plot holes are hmm. see where the sentences don't yeah where the where the jump doesn't happen see where there is a disconnect and see where there is a possibility hmm. that uh, the story is warped or that facts have been warped to support the story hmm. like i was hmm. uh, i was watching a video yesterday okay and yeah wait first i'll give you the context in situations like that we are talking about situations about depression and all that in situation like that hmm. we are most prone to act with our emotions right so uh the video i was watching he said mm-hmm. uh, when something is wrong in our body and which is so dense that our brain cannot mm-hmm. dissect it so it comes up as an emotion and mm-hmm. your duty is to be conscious about that emotion and dissect it one by one until you get the root cause about it then only you will be able to see what's the actual thing your body is trying to tell you and i felt so 
I was out of words <laughs> after hearing it's that. Such an it amazing so thing to realize good. about emotion. Emotions yeah. are the language of the body. There's a mm. whole world of Your discussion around emotions and what they really mean. But I think it it suffices to say mm. in one sentence. that emotions are the right. way your body tells you things it cannot speak fear a very common emotion fear is something yeah. we all feel but what fear is really is is a way for the body to tell you yeah. that there's a situation where there is risk where there is danger and the body is trying to uh, mm. caution you against that thing. right looking at that fear and as you say dissecting that fear allows us to get mm. to the bottom of what is causing Hmm. uh the alarms in our body to go off and to see again uh, obviously then we can look at what exactly the problem is we can look at how to deal with that day but being in tune with your emotion yes being able to uh pause when you experience any emotion and reflect at that emotion reflect at the root of that emotion and try hmm. to figure out what that emotion to tell you i think that is that has been called the definition of emotion like that is yeah. what we should practice more like uh, in situations like that how can you stay calm and try to get to the root of that emotion which is trying all to the drive talk. you all we do is we just accept it that is self acceptance yeah. yes accepting our emotion validating our emotion saying that it's okay yeah. i am feeling something i'm feeling anger i'm feeling fear okay. i'm feeling sadness or happiness or anything hmm. and then looking at why that emotion is arise what is causing that emotion what that emotion is that is self acceptance yeah. and maybe even self realization hmm. self aware self awareness the buzzword these days all these the all the talk these days of you know self actualization wisdom enlightenment yeah. <laughs> nobody meditate knows for 15 minutes every day using our mean. power meditation yeah. package and find yourself uh, completely energized <laughs> to achieve all these yes. things in life <laughs> hmm this talk toxic self help yeah. you know what i realized about yeah. this toxic self help thing running around they are just selling you bullshit that will make you more uh, feel more bad about yourself and which will eventually lead you to get their easy the things we've talked about and the things that are there for everyone yeah. to see and the things that all of us intuitively i'd say at some level or the other all of yeah. us do understand if not completely we do have some idea of what we need to do yeah. but what self help does is we all know mm. we, we all know what we should vaguely do. not yeah. very clearly what to do what self help mm. does is and i can speak about it because i've yeah. i've been attracted to it in the past too There was a time when I was, when most of my time was consumed mm. by self-help books, you know, motivational videos. What that does is, is it allows you to not look at the mm, stuff you already agree. have in your mind. Because when you look at a video or when you're reading a book, 
you get the satisfaction mm, yeah. of doing something to solve your problem or to fix your life without actually doing it because yes. what you do is you tell yourself mm, that right. what i need to uh, before solving a problem you feel like when you I already have... know the solution mm. it allows you to tell yourself that you don't that you need mm. to read this particular book or you didn't need to watch this video yeah and only once i will do that mm. i'll move on to my work exactly. but then there's another video for you there there's another book for you there mm. you enter into that rabbit hole and you never come out of it it's like uh, hmm. you know the solution of the problem right and when you watch a video hmm. the video acts as a simulation hmm. to that thing you know already and it plays and the simulation plays after you watch that video and you get a false sense that i have done it or i have achieved what i was hmm. Uh, hmm. getting problem with and you move on and again after one week one month again that problem will hit you again you will watch the same video and you will get into a loop hmm. of not actually trying to solve the problem but getting right, a false right, sense right right that is such a big problem Ah. and again the solution is very simple just do what you need to yeah you know it yeah you already and know if you it. really need help just help you really need help there's for... a lot of other ways to get help yeah there is ways to uh, self help is not all bad if you yeah. need help with something look for answers to that particular mm. problem don't fall in don't fall for motivation yeah. don't fall for feeling better look for solutions mm. and then solve those and then move ahead right and the main point to consider is if you are trying to solve any problem you will have to face the pain exactly there is no substitute to pain no amount of self help to go through the pain the hard work easier yeah because yeah because many people or most of the people try to avoid the pain part they just want to skip that part something that will not give me pain but what they don't understand i am up for that is worth the thing they yeah. want to achieve they are wanted they are coveted because they are hard. they are valued because not everyone can do that right pain is important in fact i'd say hard work is what makes is what builds the value mm-hmm. of great achievement i have read a quote and it's still yeah, sure. in my head it always runs in my head mm. nowadays every time it says pain right. is the currency of success exactly there is no and success even without pain say, because and how hard work is what makes right. certain achievements valuable i'd even go to say pain is the pain is even the payout in that particular sense yeah. pain is yeah. what what counts because it is the pain which makes that success valuable right yeah if there is no pain exactly. there is no pain no gain that phrase about. does you know in this way it acquires a new meaning yeah no mm. pain no gain because pain is gain right if exactly. you don't face the pain there is nothing exactly. to gain yeah there is nothing to gain without pain uh, of course it is for the right mm. it's like uh, suppose you won a lottery yep. right you will not feel any good about the lottery after one day or two days it is not long lasting and comparing to that if you work hard about something 
and then you get the money it will be much more valuable to you and you will think exactly about how to spend it exactly because you have earned it with hard work even things yeah. which we receive by luck a lottery for example but even things to be able to take care of them hmm. work needs to yeah. be put in you can't spend right. carelessly you want to be able to keep that money you want to be able to make more you need to put in effort control yourself mm. manage says in that particular example or to do anything right i mean uh, and i was going to say it is uh, for the audience to really understand what we mean by pain when we talk about pain we're not talking about physical pain but we're talking about hard work mm. and sacrifice which we mentioned yeah the mental pressure or the mental pain yeah the resistance yeah. you will feel it's a very good way to look at it no pain no gain no pain no gain <laughs> yeah it completely makes sense now it all these things that we now. are often taught in our childhood because we can derive a lot mm. of our answers mm. from things we already know just need to be able to see right. what we want to look for what we want to find mm. and to find what you are yep. looking for you need perspective and to get to that perspective yep. you need critical thinking everything everything <laughs> lines everything lines are one after another yeah i think we should end i ask one question okay. to every guest that comes in my podcast <laughs> and yeah it is like what are the three things uh, you'd like to say that our audience must do in daily life in terms of productivity in terms of mindfulness mm. in terms of health anything well uh, i mean we've had a very fruitful discussion so far there's a lot of things there's a lot of yeah. uh, pointers that we've given out many things right. to take away but if i want to sum it up everything we've talked about mm. to summarize it i would just say start looking at things again first of all just things i've accepted in my life things i've accepted for granted things i have decided yeah. are the way they are okay. hmm. and a lot of those things but there's a few things okay which might have skipped uh, i'd say my critical evaluation so i'd ask people stop and evaluate hmm. the beliefs they already hold stop and evaluate what they think of other people what they second what they think of their past is very important evaluate that to evaluate selves yeah. we've talked about ways to do this through writing through to mm-hmm. yeah. getting help but really look at your story hmm. stories that play in your head about your about your life look at those stories and try and see if they are coherent try and see if there are leaps of try and there are judgment that are not based on evidence if there are hmm. theories that are just plain wrong but all it takes is to look at them and yeah sometimes you have to go with your hmm. gut feeling okay because no matter how much you do critical thinking no matter how much you plan things aren't going to go your way sometimes 
here mm. because li- life is uncertainty right and it anything mm. can happen so sometimes you will face some problems right that you will not be 100% sure like even if even if there is 1% chance of the thing is uh, going to happen you should oh, at yeah. least give it a try right right you yes you don't know that one must one person change everything but the people who do try it it does right yeah because i am a massive believer of experimenting and learning so i do things sometimes that i am not sure about i just exactly. go with my gut feeling i mean that is the language of the body tune into your emotion uh, again yeah. for the people right mm. accept your emotion and look into what they try writing yeah. as we discussed is a very good way of doing that write out uh, write what you're feeling write your thoughts down yeah accept your emotions look into what they're trying to tell you writing them down helps a lot write them down and uh, uh, yeah help you understand more about yourself one example uh, a very short example i'd like to give is right. uh, breakups uh, a lot of people have met people yeah. around others go through breakup important and simple things yeah. really uh so yeah this thing uh, everybody should try it. and we had a pretty good talk today we talked about very important things that could help you in life mm. <laughs> yeah it's very simple we didn't talk anything fancy <laughs> or anything that will not be able to understand uh, it was good thank you for thank you this. for having me and it's a pleasure talking